Hello, everyone. This is Riddell from Behold the Connection, and this is episode two. I've titled it The One Where We All Breathe, and I hope that as we are all together in this pandemic, that this little episode brings you just a bit of relief, another way to look at things, and maybe a laugh. Probably not a laugh, probably a cry. Um, I want to talk a little bit. Well, at first, I should probably say that you can find me on Instagram at Behold the Connection and on Facebook at Behold the Connection and also in our Facebook group, Being a Happy and Connected Parent, where I show up regularly and try to serve. So let's talk about the one where we all deep breathe. So I teach so heavily that we can choose thoughts that serve us. And this is a truth. But just because we can choose our thoughts, that doesn't mean that we deny our feelings. There's totally a difference there. So I think that sometimes there's some confusion. Um, We have awareness that our feelings come from our thoughts, whether they are unintentional thoughts or from our subconscious. So let me explain that. Not every thought that our brain offers us is one that we've actively chosen. We do have unintentional thoughts that come from our subconscious. So in your younger years, especially, your subconscious piles away all kinds of information that it thinks could be relevant. And it especially holds on to trauma because it wants, it wants at the end of the day, your brain wants to protect you. And so anytime you were wronged or feelings hurt, that's all in there so that that subconscious can nicely offer you that thought when it thinks there's a new current situation. Like, okay, let's pull from this. This happened before. What did we do then? Maybe it can serve us. But what happens then is your amygdala gets all pumped up. You get into fight, flight, or freeze. And that really doesn't serve you, as I said in my first episode, because your prefrontal cortex goes offline, your rational thinking is sort of gone. Now, this is great if at three years old, you saw a bear and you knew what to do, you whatever you're supposed to do with a bear, I don't even know, say you ran or played dead. And then say it right now, in your mid 30s, you saw another bear. This part of your brain is brilliant. It's like, we know what to do with bears. Remember? Okay. But the subconscious doesn't have always the most relevant information. And so it will shoot to you what it thinks could be helpful. Okay, this is powerful. So that's why we'd have to control our thoughts. Not every thought being offered to us is helpful. Some are going to spiral you so far down that anxiety road or up the anxiety road. To me, anxiety is an up feeling, meaning I feel like I get crazier and crazier, like not low, like depression. Depression is depressed. That's literally the word. It's a depression, you know, like into the ground. Anyways, so we don't want to repress our feelings. That will not help in a situation like what's going on in the world right now. And judging our feelings is not helpful either. It is okay to be feeling whatever you are feeling. I'm going to share something with you guys right now. So seeing pictures on social media of children's school stuff all bagged up uh, is very emotional for me. And getting my kids school stuff is very emotional. Sort of weird, right? I'm going to explain something. Um, Let me go deep here for a second. After my dad died in the hospital, we were all with him. 
my mom and everyone that was in the room left. I was a teenager. I was old enough to drive. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll leave soon. I'll leave soon. I'm just going to hang out in the waiting room. So I sat in the waiting room for hours. And instead of going home, I sat there because you know what? I just knew he was going to come back to life. So a few hours later, I went back into his hospital room. I'm going to be honest. I went in there to check to see if maybe he'd come back to life. Okay. And he was all bagged up. And at the bottom of his body bag was a tag with his name on it. And a nurse from the, you know, the desks they sit at saw me. And her face, I'll never forget it. She came running over and said, oh, no, why are, are you still here? And she unzipped the bag so I could see him. Okay. So seeing pictures on social media of people's stuff all lined up and in bags with name tags triggered a loss reaction in me. And that's okay. Like I said, our subconscious brain memorizes things, especially trauma, and it will offer it back to us in times of stress if it thinks it's at all relevant. Um, So it can sound like this. Oh, no, we've seen unexpected bagged up things before. This is not good. It's not good at all. Okay. (laughs) So when I teach and say to control your thoughts, and I will never stray from teaching that, I fully acknowledge that sometimes the thoughts that we are working to reroute are tough, you guys. They're deep down inside of layers of trauma and pain. And when they bubble up, so does so much else. I always say it's often not about what it seems about. So in regards to our kids, especially our preteens and the teen meltdowns, often what they are mad about in that moment is the mask. Anger is often a mask. It's a cover for pain. And this is true with us too. It is often not about what it seems about. So when we are actively working on rerouting our thoughts to ones that serve us, we can acknowledge that it's a challenge sometimes, that um, hard thoughts offered up to us can feel very intense. And this is why we don't need to judge ourselves for the thoughts that we're having. They are ours to manage. No one else can manage them for us. But we often don't even know where they've come from until we've sat with them for a while. And that really does take quite a bit of time. So there's no point in judging. There's no upside. They came to you from somewhere. So feeling your feelings requires you to go into your body. So right now, I want you while you listen to the rest of this podcast, and it's not that long, I want you to do some very deep intentional breathing, your belly should go out as though you're pregnant in and out. I'm going to do one with you right now so you know how it sounds. I have no idea how this will translate over a podcast mic. But in, hold, out. You should be feeling tension leave your body as you do that. I want you to scan your body from top to bottom and relax each muscle. I have no doubt you're holding tension in your shoulders. So we need to allow our feelings and feel them, but we need to manage our minds. It is so important to allow our feelings, you guys, but there is no upside to letting our brains run away in panic. So let's talk about that today a bit more. Our brains hate the unknown. By the way, keep breathing here. I'm going to talk, but you're going to breathe. Everyone in charge of this pandemic is learning on the job. That's the fact. It's very apparent as things are changing every day. So typically in our lives, we look to our officials in our life, our doctors, our principals, our bosses, 
But in this pandemic, they are also scrambling and on the go. And that's a large part of why we're feeling all upside down and feeling anxiety is because of the uncertainty. It's very apparent that we're all winging it. I mean, there are professionals very educated doing their best, but um, with how rapidly things are changing, our brains are struggling to keep up. Our brains will always try to solve for uncertainty. They hate, our brain hates uncertainty. Our brain wants a job to do and it wants to get busy working. And so if it can't get busy working on solving this, which really it can't, it's going to get busy stressing and worrying. So said differently, the parts of your brain that want certainty, certainty is going to get unsatisfied in a situation like this. And it will loop endlessly looking for a thread to grasp onto. So this is why you're opening your phone all the time. You're reading those comment threads. You're looking for more. You're looking for that one thread to, to pull on or to latch onto. Um, you're swimming across the pool looking for a pool noodle to keep afloat. And there's no pool noodles. They're gone. So this is why you keep asking others what they know or don't know. Your brain will spin until it finds something to grasp onto. And to be honest, right now, there is not a lot to grasp onto. It's challenging time. Uh, we're going to learn through all this how to manage our minds, my friends. I'm teaching it in the course launching the end of this uh, month, and I'm teaching it in a very long segment, much more than I can offer up here. But I am showing up here to teach you this because we be spinning. Okay, so anxiety is soaring. That's why this impromptu and very unprofessional podcast just launched, because we need to stop the bleed and manage our minds. So only we can intentionally change this for ourselves. I cannot come there and manage your mind for you. This is the best I can do. So you need to bring your brains to the present moment. You need to ask yourself, what is in your circle of control? And what do you need to solve right now? All of our situations are different. So in this moment in your life, in this moment, for this day, for 9 a.m. for me, what do I need to solve? Is it childcare? Does the baby need a bottle? Just pay attention to this one moment. When your brain wants to run away and solve for the future, loop it back to now. Say, guess what, brain? Worrying doesn't serve me. I'll handle anything that comes my way. Right now, we are feeding the baby. So you don't push away the vibration of the emotion. You see it, you name it, you say, oh, hi, worry. I wondered if you'd still be here today. <laughs> I mean, just see it for what it is, but and allow it in your body. Feel it and breathe through it. But that is very different than letting your mind run wild with thoughts of worry. Breathing calls your parasympathetic system online to calm you. With it come a bunch of hormones that calm you. So today, I want you to say hi to the worry, as I did. Oh, hi, I wondered if you'd be here. Ah, here you are. Name it to tame it. Today I am feeling worry. And then start managing your mind. Keep bringing it to the present. What do you need to do now? Do you need to print a math worksheet? Do you need to go outside on a walk? What about the laundry? Do you need to find childcare for the next day? Just do that. Okay? I want you to think what is actually within my control today. Don't make it bigger in your mind. Bring it down. Give your brain something tangible in your reality, in your moment right now to solve. Say, brain, today we're solving this. We're going to see how much milk we have for that baby and we're going to heat it up or we're going to, you get what I'm saying. So my next segment is going to be on how to close the stress loop that you're feeling in a healthy way. Thank you for listening. 
And um, if you find this helpful, screenshot it on your phone and share it to your stories and tag me and tell your friends. I hope that we can help as many people as possible through this and manage our minds together. Thanks again for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.